Hello and welcome to episode 8, part 2, the second half, post-match analysis of the Merseyside Derby, Anfield edition. Alright. I'm Andy. I'm Luke. Please follow us on Twitter at Stanley Park Beat and on Facebook as the Stanley Park Beat. So Luke, how was your weekend? Not great. Not great, was it? How was yours? I'm really, really, really good. You're a bit chipper. I'm quite happy. <laughs> I'm a bit happy. Full Cheshire cat. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's exactly how I was describing myself. Yeah. Absolutely Cheshire cat. I was, I was, uh, I, was I honestly had a, a grin on my yeah. face most of the day. Yeah. Went into work, had the, like as I was working the day after the game, game was at 9.30. Went into work, started at 3, took the, the Everton shirt. Wore that under my, my hoodie. Everyone's like, who are they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Not bothered one bit, I imagine. Uh, very, very um, happy. I, I was the opposite. It's just a stressed out stressed out wreck for the 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, and then and then because... I mean, I was stressed out for yeah, a good solid was, 87... Yeah. Well, <laughs> 92 minutes once you get the extra five minutes that we always get whenever we're ahead in, yeah. in games. So 92 minutes are just like, no, it's not done yet. Ends up finding what's up, ends up finding what's Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll believe it when you see it. Yeah. Right? Like any, because it's because obviously it's been that long. Um, you're not going to take anything for granted. Until yeah. the whistle's like been blown. I mean, the whistle went, I stood up and just went, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and good for you lot, right? I guess. I mean, it had to end... At some point, it's, some not, point, it's yeah. not a record that was going to go on forever. I said in the previous podcast, it is pretty much your best chance to come to Anfield and and, and get that win. Yeah. Um. And and you you did it. You you came and dug in, and a, a lot of it kind of came about well how we were both describing how everyone would win. Yeah. Is Liverpool tend to start these Anfield games very very much in the front foot. Yeah. Get a very good early start, uh, not flat. Yeah. And uh, everyone have to play the way they've played against the other big teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, by digging in, not letting any space in in the, between their lines. Yeah. And that would be their best opportunity. Stick to what they've been doing well. Make Liverpool struggle at doing what they've been yeah. struggling with. And they had to be pretty much perfect for the ninety minutes. To get something right, yeah. And uh, to be fair to them, I think they came. They had their plan. They executed it and uh, took the points. And and like the pre-match, like there was a little bit of pre-match build-up where obviously we had Calvert-Lewin and Allen available. Uh, Carl Ancelotti said in his pre-match interview that if there were any players, only players who were available to play ninety minutes would yeah. were available and fit. It meant that they were fit. So it seemed that Klopp took that as they were starting because in his pre-match, the one that they do just before they yeah, on, on the on touchline, the, on the pitch side, uh, yeah, on the pitch side, he he predicted that 
uh, Calvert-Lewin and Allen were both starting, and then when the interviewer said, "Oh no, they're on the bench," because yeah. he also hadn't had time to see see the team sheet, yeah. he was like, "Ah, Carlo, the poker face." <laughs> I, he, he was like, "Fuck." <laughs> well, I don't know if he was like that, but like I think he was like. I think I, that's I mean, a genuine. I, I think that's a genuine reaction to being surprised. Yeah, I think he was like a, you a little bit. Faked. Oh right. Yeah, I think he was thrown. I think he was thrown. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, I, didn't expect he, that. I think he was blindsided there. I don't yeah. think you could fake that reaction. Like there was a real. Ah, okay. Okay, he's done something. <laughs> I'm going to have yeah. a look at that. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think he probably stuck with his stuck with his guns. I don't think he changed anything around. I don't think he had many options to change no, anything and, around and, defensively. And, yeah, and in the pre. Pre-match podcast. We think we got the lineup. Yeah. For Liverpool, pretty much, bang on, bang on. Like, like it's pretty much what happened. Henderson was kept. And along with Quebec, Everton started instantly. Uh, they took the free kick. Uh, took the kick off. Sorry. Yeah. Launched the ball up. Quebec knocked it over a corner. That corner comes in, and it comes off Godfrey's knee. I don't think he expected it to beat the defender. Yeah. Uh, it comes off his knee and just goes past the post and. Could have been like in a very early warning sign. Yeah, it was. It was a show of intent, I think. Yeah, and that is exactly. And then what from they then, like both teams were like kind of judging each other out. Yeah, it was a little bit, a little bit of head tennis. In the middle. Kinda, in the in the middle. Yeah. The Kuri heads it forward. James just kind of, or Hamis, I should say, he just plucks the ball out with his foot, and over there just drops it dead, and then it perfectly. Times it for Richarlison coming back on side and then slowing him through, and all he has to do is finish ball. It was a really, corner. really nice through ball. It yeah, was a really, like, it was a nice piece of play. Inch perfect. Yeah, all he has to do is finish it. He doesn't even have to look. He knows where it's going. Keeper doesn't have. He can't do much about that without yeah. making a worldly. I don't think Quebec could have done much in that situation. I mean, I think Quebec. Well. Kind of got sold out by other players. Yeah, he maybe was, not. Kind he, of being more aggressive, he couldn't really move to go for that. No, he was on his own, isolated as yeah. well, right? And and, and the dream start. The dream, dream start, start, like really. to start to get that one nil. You know when when you get those leads that early on, though, it's almost like a as much a curse. Yeah, like you're like, oh, we've got another eighty-seven minutes of this, like yeah. to like kind of hold on to this hold now. On to. Uh, I knew it was going to be trouble uh, when that went in. Yeah, I had a bad feeling. But it it sets us like... up perfectly to, the, to play that low block though, yeah. and say right. Yeah. Now you need to come at us, uh, yeah. and you're going to leave space in behind, and we're going to try and utilize that if we can. Yeah. And the only really chance you had, like chance you had earlier on, there was a Henderson volley. Yeah. Pickford made an excellent save down to his right from that, uh, and then there was a. Like it was a really good hit from Henderson. Yeah, and no, he like, caught it well. He, he caught, caught it really, really well. well. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was a lot of power in it, but it was very accurate that bottom yeah. corner. Yeah. And it was a good save by Pickford. Uh, it top, was top save, especially considering how short his arms are. Uh, <laughs> trying to have a good shot that Pickford got his fingertips to. I don't think it would have went in any way. I think it was going over the bar. Yeah. But Pickford has to still do his job. Yeah. Then at the other end, ball comes in. I'm not sure kind of like how Coleman got there but he was in the middle of the goal and the striker's like position and gets a header on it yeah Allison like any where else it goes left the goal, goal left right left up right, down right, it, yeah it's, it's in 2-0 but 
Allison reacts well to where the ball is and makes the necessary save to keep Liverpool yeah. in it at that point. Yeah. Because you, you get the feeling if they went 2 0 down, that would have been like, uh, well, well, they, they may have kind of unraveled, especially with Quebec, uh, like being you 20 years been, old. You could have been looking at an even bigger score, mm. which would have been huge. Yeah, I you mean. Imagine the uproar if you do us 4 0. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> lo- losing it is bad enough, but if, if Everton went there and really. Like really put us to the sword. Like a proper I mean, marker, yeah. Uh, that would have that would have just been awful for us. Um, I mean, that doesn't even bear thinking about. Like the fact we got yeah. beat is bad enough. But if if you'd have hammered us, yeah, you're talking, um, <laughs> you're talking uproar. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I mean, there, there was quite a bit like of internet reaction anyway. Yeah. For the rest of the first half, it was kind of mainly. And if you're watching it on Dazzin and she's doing, I think it's the international commentary feed. Yeah. Uh, it was Pierre Drury doing the commentary, I believe. Yeah. You had a few thoughts. I on just. That um, <laughs> look, he's. Basically, my issue is that he reels out stat after stat after stat. And I think it was no joke about seven different occasions. Yeah. He just wants to mention the past. And Liverpool haven't won. For example, Liverpool haven't won in four games. At home, you've only scored one goal. Scored from open uh, play. This hasn't happened since 1923. Last time Everton in this um, in this fixture came to Anfield and won was 1999. All this sets to be broken. To, yeah. You know, and in the end, it's, it just gets annoying for me. It's like too much. Like most Liverpool and Everton fans, quite knowledgeable yeah. sets of supporters anyway. You don't need to keep hearing that. Everton don't need to be reminded, and Liverpool fans don't really want to hear those stats. When you're not winning, when we're not winning, <laughs> it's and like then you've not you won don't need to keep, for a bit. Yeah. You don't need to keep reminding us of how shit we are. We know, like we fully grasp the the gravity of this situation already. Like you don't need to keep saying it. It's yeah, and it's it's not. Rum, I mean, not necessarily rubbing salt in the wounds, but it's just like right, okay, right. But can you give us something else? That's the problem as well. Uh, that's my and, that's and your co commentators. That's kind of almost his job as well to be the analyst. Yeah. To kind of say like, oh, the way they're saying up here, yeah. and like this is where the problems for Liverpool lie. Yeah. Like, yeah, that you get that half time as well, a bit more yeah. in depth. But like, he's meant to be. They're meant to be talking you through the game. They're meant exactly. to be like seeing things because exactly. they're at the. I mean, I, I believe they're still at the game and the and they're in overlooking the it, yeah, and watching yeah, yeah. it. So yeah. they're seeing how yeah. the teams are set. I'm not just from the camera angle of where the ball is. They're yeah. seeing the whole pitch. This is the problem for me. It takes away too much of that. Yeah, and, you know, especially for maybe even like people on the fringes of football that perhaps need a little bit more mm. guidance through the games. And oh, look at this player. Pick him out. You know, look at his positioning. Oh, what about and, talk about the stats through the game? <laughs> what about what, yeah. what what obvious telling stats? Or like like possession possession yeah okay you can you can talk about like oh they've got eighty percent possession they've only twenty percent oh they're doing like uh, like they're not doing anything with it I'm talking about like teams but there is other types setups and there is other smaller ta- statistics you yeah. can use that are like less well known ones that are maybe a bit more telling and just a bit more interesting yeah like, so, oh, like that's, oh, that's like, an interesting number you know yeah like we all know. Like yeah. most of those stats, and like it's just a bit. When you're when you're one nil down, screaming at the TV for your team, like the last thing you want to hear is, "Oh, if you don't do this today, you fuck this record." Since <laughs> nineteen twenty four. So um, yeah, I was, I was just getting a bit 
wound up by it all. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was a story of Liverpool's first half was lots of possession and no end product. Yeah, and that uh, has that has been the story of, and that helped Everton as well. I mean, we didn't really have too much to worry yeah. about other than that. There show was from um, Henderson. There was that freeze frame. I, t- I actually took a photo and sent to Andy in the uh, in the group chat, and uh, Everton in the 46th minute I think we had three minutes added on mm-hmm. um, you had a full back seven with another bank of four no three yeah. and like it, it, it was yeah. basically a just seven like three. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a seven three and um, everyone behind the ball literally every episode yeah. play. and you know that that was telling like, organisation they, they, they like, yeah. wanted to be organised um, not let space in between the lines yeah uh, yeah it was like your midfield had dropped just yeah the, the, the like the two so, defensive midfielders dropped into into the and spot it, and then you've got yeah. one one midfielder stays further up alongside the the two attacking players and yeah. James and Richarlison yeah and so um, that that told a, that just one photo told a big story mm. I think about how Everton would just want to be organised and um, that's why I, I, I sort of smelt trouble when mm. you went up 1-0 up early on I was like it's going to be one of them games yeah. they're going to frustrate us now but, you know and um, because we set up in a kind of weird kind of hybrid sort of 4 kind of 4 that we kind of switch into a back five yeah. quite easily because essentially you'd have you'd be expecting your two wing backs to get forward. Yeah. But then you'd also have it where Holgate was very much drifting over to Mark Manny. Yeah. Uh, all the like when and Coleman was always coming back to to always chasing Robertson, and then you had on the other side. Uh, so Digny was expected to kind of get forward a bit more and uh, Godfrey would kind of come over. Yeah. So it would just kind of like oh, swing okay. both ways. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Keane kind of as a, like a, playing a kind of sweeper role. Yeah. And you, you had like Gomez was coming across from the midfield to try and stop Alexander-Arnold doing anything. Okay. Although he just seems to hit aimless crosses in the box. I, was, I wasn't overly impressed. I thought he was your weakest link. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's, and he got t- he got taken off, and rightly so, I think. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, eventually... I thought, I thought it was just Sigurdsson on, right? Uh, does it need a break? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so, so yeah, half-time, 1-0. Yeah. Um, so we're like, yep, yeah, we're at half-time. We cannot come out of the second half, and like we have to be ready for our, an onslaught. And yeah. Liverpool did... Come out fairly, yeah, fairly, sharp. Yeah, fairly sharp, and um, saw a lot of the ball. Money. It, was, it was a bit of one-way Header. traffic um, for a while. Again, with a little, little end product. Mm. Like you want that pressure. Yeah. To, to you, you, you need. You want that, to get a few chances. Yeah, you know, you get that the to count. Keeper working. Get the um, defense shaking. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of sideways like passing, and again, it's like you just need a winning runner and. Something a bit of zip, and yeah, I, uh, I make fun of Thiago that it's like you're not really doing anything with the ball, like you're, you, 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 you're holding on to it, but you're not doing anything with it, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you need runners, but like, even when you do, I mean, it's not like Manny and Salah aren't winning runners, yeah, and they, they'll always run for the ball, but yeah. where are you, where is it where they're not making the run and you're not spotting, or yeah, where's the there's no connector, yeah, um. Worrying stat about Thiago, actually, no assists, no goals. 
mm. since he's joined. And he's coming as a more creative midfielder. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm starting to think he doesn't about look, what... He doesn't necessarily look fit, or at least, does he, is he just not fit for the Premier League? Is he just too slow for the Premier does, League? Does he fit that system? I don't they know. They have had like... midfielders come across from Germany in the Bundesliga before, like uh, Shinji Kawaga, who was a goal and assist machine uh, in for, for Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. Came to United and just was did. a fringe player. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it does happen. You don't always get uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Like, who's true. doing it. Like, it's true. The, the German Bundesliga, it's got some top teams in it but it can be a league where stats in terms of goals and assists can be a little bit misleading flatter yeah Uh, Yeah. where they look a lot higher because it's quite an attacking high scoring league yeah Uh, and then they come across to the Premier League and it doesn't quite transform uh, across as you've seen Havers and Werner both not quite uh, hit hit the ground running I mean they're both quite young uh, yeah. Although Firmino, when he first came across, what was a good player for 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 Liverpool? Oh, um, uh, yeah, from Hoffenheim, right? From Hoffenheim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll I mean, see. It, it it's getting you know he needs to start now, yeah. really doing something because yeah. uh, two, three, four more games like this, and it's really going to cement and solidify the fact that yeah. he's just not offering that much. And, and then and then you're gonna to have to start leaving him out. And, and then obviously you don't expect it from any manager uh, that's been in charge and been successful. But it does happen whereby you can win a title one year, and if things start to go badly and not improve, yeah, the board just pull the trigger. No, they've shown faith for five years but yeah. it's been steady progress yeah now how, how do they react to a, a, a fallback a regression yeah it's been it's interesting to see so you want to at least uh, maybe solidify that a bit yeah we uh, will touch on that a little bit more yeah. I think after we round up going through the rest of the game yeah um, second half yeah yeah okay so like you had a lot of pressure early on Firmino missed Quite a few scuff shots and yeah. there weren't very much. Manny got a header, uh, fallen back. It was quite easily saved by Pickford. Yeah. Then there was a Salah chance. Yeah. Can't think who it was, but played a nice ball through. Shakir. Um, I know was the one that slipped it to Salah. Yeah. Um, Salah with a bit of nice footwork, um, sort of going left, going right, and sort of comes onto his right foot, and you're thinking, because he's he's probably only six feet away yeah. from Pickford. He's going to slot this in. I know he had defenders on the line. Yeah, yeah and I think he moves it onto his left just at the last. Yeah, okay. And then, and then... And then it just sort of gets away from like, him. I, I don't think he gets... Pickford just gets out of the... He gets out fast enough. And I don't think Salah gets enough like power. Like mm. it kind of The ball just like gets away and um, Pickford's able to just, just uh, block. And, yeah. Um, you know, but because, you know, when you watch it on TV and you see... It kind of happens so fast. You've got like so many players in the box, and you're like, you're pretty much looking to see the net just like you yeah. lose sight of the ball for that split second. And you're like, oh, it's, it, it didn't you come. It, it, yeah. it didn't come, and it, the ball's just been bounced away. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that I thought I was I was about to celebrate, and yeah, um, it, it, 
Yeah. And maybe when you see that not happening, that's yeah. when you kind of like, no, this is not going well. The thing is, um, the clock, you know, second half, you're thinking, you know, 54th minute and we've still got time and then it's sort of getting into late 60s, early 70s and you're like, this was the, it's, it's long, get, the longest getting, period of football yeah. in my life. They say yeah. the time is relative, but yeah. that was three hours long that game yeah. at that point. It was just like, come on, come on uh, like <laughs> blow the whistle, and then you're winding the clock back here. That's a joke. Yeah. Uh, then, then you had uh, Salah going down just on the inside of the box. Uh, I mean, Digny maybe touched him with an arm here. Uh, or, or, and the infamous Anfield sniper yeah. saw his chance. I'm I'm not too um, I'm I'm obviously not fond of diving, and I don't think it belongs in the game. I I'm getting to a point where I can't defend that anymore. Yeah, you know, and it's like, how how do you deal with that as a fan when other when other fans of other teams are sort of like taking the piss, and you're like, well. Yeah, you, he, he's kind of. It, it's kind of he, worrying. He's kind of making it hard now to go. No, he, he's he's not diving. You know, he because he is at the end of the day. Like when when you get the penalty of it, uh, like I don't know. It's like yeah, like you're kind of happy, especially if it was in a big game. You you you, you kind of feel oh, maybe it was a dive, but you don't admit it. You say oh, it was definitely a, definitely a penalty. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, it was coming. It was coming. Or you'll find another incidence earlier on in the game where you, oh, you we could have had a penalty there or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But sometimes it's just blatant and you're just like, you probably had more chance of chasing the ball yeah. and getting a shot away. Just just running through and... Than yeah. just throwing yourself, throwing yourself to the ground. It is frustrating. And then, of course... Because he's world class and he yeah. doesn't need to do... He actually doesn't need to do that. Yeah. Like, he, do, like he just doesn't. Like he scores quite a lot of goals from open play. He yeah. doesn't need to add goals through penalties. Then you had what was coming up to be the killer blow. 82nd minute. Was it 82nd? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the defenders uh, clears it very deep from his own six-yard box. I think it was Godfrey or Holgate. Just on the edge of his own box, Tom Davis gets the ball really calmly. Big because he's not on the edge of his own box, he's facing his own goal, so there could have been anybody chasing you down behind, especially with Liverpool's yeah. high press. Yeah. Turns, passes up the pitch, takes out five Liverpool players for one pass. Yeah. Uh, Richarlison spins, runs, holds the holds the ball up. Dominic Calvert-Lewin's making a mad dash yeah, yeah. from his own like from his own area. Yeah, he's fast as well. And and he and he runs. He, he runs, gets yeah. it. He, he's he runs really straight, but yeah. it's like he's yeah. he's he's, he's beating. Beaten Trent. Like, was it Trent? Yeah, like yeah. he was he zoomed yeah. past him. Yeah. And then the ball perfect ball through for from Richarlison. Yeah. And it, it wasn't a good shot from Dominic Carver Loon. I was kinda of like, ah mm. I saw the missed chance. But then Allison spills it. Yeah. And I was like, Oh and then Trent Alexander Arnold sliding in. There's a coming together. Yeah. Kawaloon goes down he, as he's going for the follow-up and the referee inst- instantly points to the spot. Yeah. No hesitation there. And I was like, yes, it's a penalty, it's a penalty. It's like, uh, and then there's the VAR call. Now, I don't know whether this is one of those ones that's like, I oh, should I just go to the VAR screen and, and you know, 
sell it. Yeah. Kind of thing because this will be talked about. Yeah. Because this this is a big game. Like I just go and have a look. He went had a look twenty seconds back. Yeah, he knew. Uh, I, I don't think he his, had his mind was made. No, I had. I saw quite a lot of people were saying, "Oh, the VR guy must have thought it wasn't a penalty." Maybe maybe he was looking at something else, um, or maybe he was saying maybe look at this contact, or maybe the VR guy never said he said maybe you want to sell this, yeah, uh, or just check it just to make it look like you've double checked. Yeah, that could have just been literally double check it just to be sure, because yeah. you don't you don't want to be slammed for this uh, if you get it wrong. Well, that's kind of a luxury they have now. Yeah, right. It's like I'll so, just go and double check it. Yeah, it, well, it, it takes me twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. I've already made the decision. Yeah, may as well check it. And there's, I've got nothing actually wrong with that. Like, if you get a chance just to go and have a quick look, so yeah, that's right. Uh, that's fine. Because it's better doing that than calling it wrong. Yeah. Especially, especially when especially, it's a vital... Yeah, and especially with no fans in the stadium. Mm. You know, because they get impatient, right? Yeah. And it disrupts the flow but of the game. With a thing with a penalty incident, that's where VR is good, because the referees, if the referee's made a decision, yeah. then he should just probably check in that circumstance because there might be something else he's not seeing yeah he might just be seeing what's on the ball there yeah like maybe the defender's been pushed into the path or whatever by somebody else like, yeah and he's not seen that but he's pointing to the spot so a few people were complaining oh it only took like 20 seconds to decide he also didn't even look at it it's yeah. like well he did maybe, look just, at maybe it. looked at it and just said yeah that's definitely yeah apparently and it's almost it's almost better than watching it over and over because it's more on his instinct. Yeah. Right. It's just instinctive. Like you've seen that. Okay. He's happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think for me the initial coming together is like clumsy, um, and like you said before, um, we're, we're we're actually talking off air about our, our pre-match discussion. No, no one likes, no one means to give away a foul. Most of them are accidental. Yeah. And I think like you know Carragher right there on the commentary of uh, where's he supposed to go? Where's he supposed to go? It's like that's not Calvert Lewin's problem. Yeah, that's not, that's not his problem. His the problem Trent, is trying to get on the end of that loose <laughs> Trent, ball. Trent was there. It's like it's not about whether he can get out of the way or not. It, it it's the fact that he has put himself in in his line. Of, like by of, of by sliding um, in, he's went and he's slid in. He's put himself there yeah. to be an an obstacle. Yes, he's made an obstacle of himself by sliding in. But what got me? So so that initial sliding in, a little bit clumsy. And that's where the initial coming mm. together is. It's the foot of Trent as he's reached for the ball. Yeah, that's the trip. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he's. Or, like two... I think Calvert Lewin makes contact with his like the, his head back of the back of the back neck right. first. Yeah, it kind of knocks him a little bit off balance, and then the foot finishes the yeah. job. Yeah, by by tripping him. So some people say, "Oh, he's already going down from like kneeing him in the back." And they say, "Well, he's not kneeing him in the back. He's." Been tripped up well, by somebody who's sat up as well, which, yeah, which yeah. makes him bigger. Yeah, made himself bigger. So it's not, and then, the body yeah. part doesn't matter. Whether you mean to do it doesn't matter. Whether or not he's already slipped off balance doesn't matter. Yeah. If if you do make the contact, yeah, and impede the player, yeah, then and, and they've yeah. got a chance of scoring. Then it's a foul. Yeah. Anywhere else in the pitch, that is the case. And most penalties are not meant. You yeah. generally don't mean to give away a penalty because it's not a good thing to give away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not. Um, so yeah. So who? So who took? Who took the penalty? Gilfie Sigerson, who had come on as a sub for Gomez, who was on a yellow. Sigerson, so fairly fresh legs. Good record from the penalty spot in yeah. general. He does have like a three and four record. 
Yeah. So that if you leave that compared to other penalty takers, that's actually not that bad. And he is fairly calm as a as a player. He's not someone that gets kind of overexcited yeah, or nervous. Experienced, um, Thirty-one-year-old experienced yeah, player. Yeah. I believe at this point, uh, Hamas was no longer in the picture either because Carl Lewin came on for for Hamas. Was an attacking sub at one nil. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And so he steps up, and he, he's he's watching the keeper. He's not even watching. He's not watching the ball. He, he knows where he's putting the ball. Yeah. And it's right in that bottom corner. Like I, th- I actually thought. Allison's went the right way mm. and he's stretched quite far he's like he's saving this yeah <laughs> because it's Sigurdsson I think a lot of he got some, fans, he, it was a good it was a good kick he got, he got a lot of power right that. in that bottom corner yeah. and it's just 2-0 yeah and it's right first thought is right Newcastle away St. James's Park last season 2-0 up in the 93rd minute uh, end up 2-0 yeah, yeah, that's yeah, every yeah. ever and goes straight to that it's like <laughs> right this is not over yet this is definitely not over um, and then there was another Liverpool penalty claim from Manny but I don't think it was soft I think that was soft I don't think there was anything really in that it was just he went to ground to, down to ground easily trying to get something yeah uh, I mean maybe I wouldn't call it that a dive as much as a Salah one but I think he's just looking for something yeah uh, like a two, a, a two we're not getting anything like, without yeah. if we don't get a set piece kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the last ten minutes pretty much pretty ordinary. Like I think it Wijnaldum, just... a very good kind of shot from distance at Pickford tipped over the bar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was the only other really big save that Pickford had to make. Those three in the game. Yeah. Uh, but you should be saving that. Obviously, you think about the Origi one. When it's kind of under the crossbar and yeah. like, uh, yeah, like, but yeah. he 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 does so um like, so really Pickford was really composed. He had a good game. He, he, had he, a very he looked, good game. He, that was like one of the first times in a very long time where I've not felt nervous at all yeah. with like Pickford's handling or his decisions. He, he just looked very assured. solid, assured, yeah. comfortable, yeah. which going into the game. Is the last thing you well, would because expected. of the narrative. They, right? they even had Van Dyke in the stands, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if was so Klopp could do like a Rocky moment and say, "Hey Virgil, <laughs> we did this for you. We did this for you." <laughs> but obviously that backfired. I think I think with the narrative that had gone on with Pickford and the Van Dyke stuff, um, it it could have been one of the games. I think if the fans would have been there, mm. it could have been different. Yeah. Um, but it's one that Pickford like go there, keep your head down. Um, keep it clean keep Always it on your job, focused yeah. and um, you know we, we don't want any incidents we're pretty much just going to put in a professional performance yeah get in there do that and, and then leave and you know just get this Anfield trip like you know because he's he's not obviously a popular person yeah um, around you know but just go in do your job and, uh, and he did and to be fair to him he looked he looked good he looked uh, solid like you said and um I feel like if the fans were there, especially like that moment he's walked to the cop, like it, it, it would have been bad for him. Yeah. It might have shook him. Like yeah. it might have, it, it, it could break, especially <laughs> it could break like, somebody's yeah, like, mind, I, right? I don't think he was in front of, I think he was in the the other end, not the cop. Yeah, for the, the first half, the Anfield Road end. Yeah, uh, but like if if you were at the cop end second half, the fans are going at you like you're yeah. one nil up. Yeah, that's gonna get nervy. You're gonna have constant constant abuse. Abuse. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, one of the things that summed up the like the ending towards that game of the commitment from the Everton players to like yeah. not lose any battle was a Godfrey tackle on Shakiri. He just went in full bloody sliding challenge, yeah. went everything off the ball, but just cleaned Shakiri out as well. It was just a perfect a proper, challenge. The ball goes miles away. Yeah. It was uh, a clean tackle, but a, a, a committed proper derby. It's what you want mm, to see in, in derbies, really. Uh, um, full bloodied, but clean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And there was no risk, really, to the, the other player. It was yeah. just like... No, it's you know, like it, a good it, it, it's what it's what you it's, it's what you'd expect yeah. from your players in the derby. Now, um, I just want to talk a little bit about Liverpool in general in that game. Mm. Um, I, I I've seen a lot of people saying it. We were we were poor, and I I personally thought we we were just like ordinary mm. and average and didn't for for a derby like you said in the previous episode. We always always no matter what raise our game for yeah. the side derby and um, uh, I don't think that performance was like acceptable for a derby like it wasn't yeah. where I'm used to seeing it the levels but I don't think we were shit like mm. I don't think we played shit I just don't think we You're, put enough energy in there wasn't that extra like, like there was just fight. a little a couple of percentage less than you need for that type of game yeah and I think Klopp had been bigging the game up quite a bit during the week as well. He had yeah. been saying the thing about the 40 points. He'd, yeah. Uh, like, you don't want to be in the same points as thing. He had been saying a little bit about, oh, it's not a revenge it. game yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And so he had been giving it a bit of the big talk yeah. himself. So his players need to back him up in that respect. Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. if he's going to do that and like trying to get like a bit of fight in the game. Yeah. And this is this is sort of gone back. To this, this is this is um, a common theme with Liverpool at the moment. Um, you know the Burnley um, game, the Brighton one, uh, Leicester and Man City. We we sort of fell apart for different reasons, but it's that lack of urgency and sort of fight, which ultimately leads to a, a sort of slower performance. Um, with us because mm. we've lost that high press and high tempo and a slower performance means that we're just a bit more predictable and easy to read yeah. this is it, it's basically that energy from the from the team is just gone it's, yeah. it's like we, it's like it's just sapped from us and what's being put out on the pitch is sort of a a slower version of our former high press and high energy selves yeah. you know it's just sort of yeah so I mean that's that's the final whistle. <laughs> yeah. It's two 0 Yeah. Everton first win at Anfield since nineteen ninety nine. Uh, first win in general since two thousand and ten. Yeah. Um, it's an unbelievable stat that it. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time not to win at your neighbours. Um, and and that's when it, that's when it all really kicks off. Like that. This is this is when it all, all really things and. I mean, who would you say was your? Would you say you have any good performers over the day, or or okay performers? Do you have any bad performers in particular? I individuals. Thought, I thought Trent was okay. Mm. I thought Trent was all right. He was. He was getting around Robertson. I thought the wing backs were. I mean, yeah, Trent's right. Trent's crossing again has not been pinpoint. But. I thought he was trying to get involved though. Mm. Like he, he was at least up for it. Like you could see that he was. He played. Yeah, with passion at least, and I thought Robertson got up and down the left quite well. One thing we didn't mention during our, our thing that was the early loss of Henderson because I think he oh, was Liverpool's best yeah, player yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah, he was one that was driving kind of 
I used your cat and he was actually trying to push everything forward yeah, and he just yeah. went down like I, I don't know what muscle he pulled but uh, he was being chased yeah and I was like oh no Deku's oh. going to get death hits for chasing him yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah like I, he, he went down uh, pulled up tried yeah, to play on true. but you could, when you go down like that without a touch it's means you're done which is not I've, good I thought Bobby Firmino was missing yeah I don't think he his presence was he, I don't think he had enough influence. Like Salah had chances with the Salah had chances. Manny and Manny Salah was, were, they were doing their thing. I, think, yeah. I, I thought Manny was quite well marshaled by Holgate and, yeah. uh, in particular. He just kind of stuck on him. And even though it was a bit at the end when uh, him and Manny are tussling and then he gets in front of Manny and just goes down the ground to win yeah. a, a soft free kick, you know, yeah. like one of the defenders' free kick, yeah. just, like, just get the game, like stop the game. Yeah. Uh, and Manny's complaining the ref tells him to, to fuck off oh get yeah some he, no he gave him and the then death. he gave him the stare of death and then Holgate walks <laughs> past with a big smile on his yeah. face a little bit saying uh, like just smiles yeah, on his yeah, face yeah. a little bit of shit house yeah, uh, yeah. like I um, thought um, I thought actually you mentioned this, uh, the Henderson incident him going off uh, his replacement Nat Phillips I thought he was he was getting on the end of a few things yeah. it's very much his game long balls it I mean, know, I mean Nat Phillips did okay I think he did I better think, than uh Kazan, yeah. I think Kazan looked a little bit, okay. not I wouldn't Kevin. say out of his depth, but a little bit kind of. Well, this is big, and I know he's been in derbies before with uh, Schalke and Fenerbahce, or Ga- or Galatasaray yeah. Fenerbahce. He's played in that, which which is which is a very fun yeah, that's thing, a very yeah. big one, especially so because he's only twenty at the moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you played for any of the the derbies, especially Dortmund, we used to get beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Hasn't won in the league this season. No, like no. for any club. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't won. In... He's used to it. <laughs> so, but, I mean, um, I think I think that would be a, a harsh game to judge the yeah. kid on. Which Liverpool's defense at the moment is kids. Like you know, before the Man City, aside from the Man City and Leicester games, we're not leaking like mm. insane amounts of goals. Yeah. It's something deeper than that, and something else that's going on. I think. That, yeah. Um, but you know, at the same time, having your eighteenth or seventeenth, what is the real stat? I don't, I don't know at this point. But um, having that many centre back pairings um, over the course of thirty games, you're talking a nearly a new centre back partnership every, every second every game. Week, yeah. Um, that alone is going to breed a sort of a lack of cohesion yeah. and lack of confidence within your defensive ranks you know Allison's looking at the backs of two different defenders every other week and that, yeah, he doesn't and, know the, I don't know you, the name you can't build that relationship yeah. and that trust I between, don't know the names yeah um, <laughs> you, you know you can't you know a good title um, winning side and a good title defence hmm. is built on a good defence and if you're dropping and changing every second third game yeah um you know, eighteen centre back pairings in a season—it's insane. I mean, and, you, yeah. <laughs> and when Fabinho comes back, we don't even know if we're going to get nineteen, maybe twenty by the end of the season. With, uh, of course, Ben Davis coming yeah. in. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just insane. There's, I mean, so, then you look at that as a con- contrast to Everton's defence. Yes. It's been fairly stable. Yeah. You look four. at how good I would say we had four or four star performers for me. Yeah. Personally, well, five. Uh, uh, I would say Pickford, yeah. putting them out. Godfrey, yeah. absolute beast. Keane won everything, everything in the air, everything going essentially. Yeah. He just yeah. won. He was impressive. Put, put himself in front he of was, everything. He was good. Tom Davis, 
Yeah. Easy our best midfielder. Yeah. Dukuri kept on giving the ball away, which was. Like, he's, seen, been, he's been our best midfielder this season. He did that against United a lot as well. And he was, he was kind of quite sloppy. Yeah. He yeah. does try and look for passes, but I think there was a lot of sloppiness in the half. Gomez was giving the ball away, but he seems to have one like one game he'll be playing perfect passes, and the next game he just gives it away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he was just being a bit like Gomez. James was good, but yeah. it was those more defensively minded players. Coleman was yeah. very very good. Did a great job on Robertson for the most part. Kept him fairly quiet. Yeah. Uh, not too dangerous. And and Richarlison was lone figure up front. Didn't. You know, didn't get much to buy on, but like he worked really, really yeah, hard. It was a very did, yeah. hard working, industrious performance. It was. Whole team. So it's it's unfair to single out any of them for particularly yeah. praise. I mean, I say like Gomez and Takuru probably are not are two worst performers. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think anyone really dropped below a seven. <laughs> no, kind of, you know. No. So, but going on that, like we'll go into the reaction of the the fans. Yeah, so on both sides. Okay. Particularly Liverpool. I just, yeah, uh, going into this, I think it's more to do with the social media and online culture yeah. uh, that we sort of live in now. and The, every, the, tri- the trigger society. It's like, a, just a knee-jerk. Overreaction. Something, overreaction. Um, you know, and I think the true Liverpool fans, the Anfield going mob and the ones that are in the know and they know what they're talking about, they don't sort of get involved with this sort of thing, but it's... It's the it's the keyboard warriors, the ones that yeah. just sort of blow in and they don't really. Well, you you win a game and it means you've won the title. Yeah. You lose a um, game, you won. But it's it's the this um, <laughs> it's this cap all capital letter tweet yeah. and clop out. He's got to go. This is not good enough. Blah blah blah. You know, completely overlooking factors that are sort of beyond control. The four years before. Well, and, and all the of, factors and and all of that. There there yeah. are some things that are down to clop. Um, but there is a lot this season that I believe is out of Klopp's control. He hasn't asked. Now to remember, you won tw- you win twelve games unbeaten after losing Van Dijk. So yeah. it's not like you had a you had a bad season. Yeah. In general, up until the new year. Yeah. That's you've had a bad month and a half. Yeah. Uh, I I just think it's it's sad to see. Well, a few bad games. We're on a bad run and. It's like well, I'll clop out like without question. I'll just just get rid of him. Oh, it's that simple. This online thing that you can just sum up. Uh, a, a league in. Uh, like, yeah, like I don't. Steven Gerrard and yes, Gerrard's doing very well for Rangers. Yeah, they're, they're like seven point like seven points away from winning the title. Yeah, in Scotland and breaking the or breaking the Celtic monopoly on on, on the ten, ten in a row. row so yeah. They, like, yeah. Which is almost inevitable now. No, he's but doing very well, but it's it's a massive step. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I I don't like to see it. For me, it's in bad taste. All these um, mm. cop out, cop out, this and that, and it's like, come on, you were desperate to mm. win the league for yeah. so long. This man's come he and delivered. You that. Um, he, he's team. he's given you that. You have to give him a season, and at least a chance now to turn this around. Yeah, um, you have to give him the opportunity. You have to give him the opportunity that he's given you. Yeah. Like, exactly. He's given you the chance to celebrate a title and he's, a championship. He's given league. Liverpool fans so much a championship. He's given you all that pride. You, you have to it. give him yeah, a, of course. Um you know like, not just the end of this season, but probably next probably season. Next as, season well. as well, yeah. Like, but it's so for me it's so it's so fickle and mm. so um absent minded that people just go online and 
their instant reaction is sack the manager. Mm-hmm. You know, sack a guy that has brought us so much joy. And, and we've been such a joy to watch the last three years. I've been really proud to be a Liverpool fan and uh, watch that football. So to, to see that, I'm just like, no, come on. Yeah. Like, I know we're in a bad situation. There are things beyond Klopp's control. There are things like within his control, you know, sort of maybe he's guilty of not freshening things up tactically and, mm. you know, we just look a bit guilty of being predictable and mm. trying to flog a dead horse at, the, at this point, right? Or, or maybe the there was system. maybe a, complete, a complacency in terms of the players brought in. There was not, not enough brought in in the summer. Yeah, but again, uh, maybe, I don't know if that's within Klopp's control yeah. or whether his hands are tied or... Because or, of COVID as well. Like, not, COVID. Teams weren't, maybe not one yeah. to spend. You know, it's like, and so, we're uh, good enough, we should be okay, yeah. like, kind of thing. My only, my only thoughts on any way that Klopp might not be suited anymore is that has he burnt the players out? And, mm. you know, because we know he's, caught, he's been calling for the five substitutes, clearly wants fresher legs on the yeah. pitch. Not that our backup is actually good enough. I don't believe our, our backup to the front three um, without Jota yeah. are good enough anyway, but is he pushing it? Has he pushed them too hard? For the last three years, that 11, or the, at least the front three, have run and run and run and absolutely work their socks off. Yeah. So I just wonder if fatigue is um, having a factor. Being at that top level, um, we obviously pushed Man City all the way and got 97 points in one season. Yeah. Then got a ridiculous league total again and, and won the league. Um, and now are we seeing a sort of level drop also? Because it happened to Man City. Well, they, like Guardiola demands a lot of his players. Yeah. Um, and they had that dip and, they and now they're back, last right? season, yeah. So... The 118 on the trot. They've, you know, they've got one more game away from going a full cycle yeah. of games. And, like, and uh, people, people saying Klopp out, do, do they understand... Yeah. These are human beings. They have this. Like, they, they will eventually um, be brought. They are subject to tiredness and fatigue. Um, you know, and our backup probably hasn't been strong enough on the bench. Mm. You know, Shakiri, Origi, um, Ox. I don't really know what's happened to Ox. Um, he doesn't seem to get many minutes. But and, and you seem to have a lot of players that do kind of pick up injuries a lot. The ones that you would yeah. expect to get. Like Ox, you would expect to come in for the midfield or play up front. Yeah, uh, as in a different role, Arigi isn't good enough. Shakiri has been out of the picture. Yeah, he's he's playing a bit now because I think you need to play him. It's yeah. like, but you, I don't think he would be if Jota was fit. Yeah. I just don't know if if yeah. if that high press and high tempo for oh. every single game. I like Curtis it, Jones. I don't I don't know like if it's going to also work though in a in like a condensed season mm. also. And I'm not trying to make excuses and say you know this and that. I'm trying to find logical reasons as to why we're in this situation and I think there are factors you know there's all sorts going on it's a topsy-turvy season it's you know and um, yeah. yeah like you mentioned Curtis Jones he he looks half decent and he's going to be a player I, I thought um, he looked one of your quite a bright spark during the game I'd yeah. say in the midfield in terms of your midfielders yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't see much from Wijnaldum uh, he no. did his he was industrious but Thiago's anonymous and he, um, Jones is the only one that was actually yeah Thiago's a little uh, predictable I think Jones is the only one looking to create yeah, looking from the midfield yeah so you know um, yeah from that that's all I just yeah. want to say on the social media keyboard warriors yeah. that you know, just just think before. <laughs> I think know, I think also maybe it's like type that, and it's probably a, ch- a case of a lot of the more reason mind ones, because they don't really want to 
deal with any of the whole they they all log out of them but it, you're just and you just left with the mad rabbit ones. yeah rabbit, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> mad rabbit and rabbit Ra- mad rabbit <laughs> rabbits rabbit. uh, <laughs> yeah um, so like a weird band and but, yeah like that's who you're left with yeah and obviously like the social media the, crowd are not the true reflection of like the fan base yeah and on our next point the lack of fans of games yeah. First of all, are they frustrated? And second, yeah. does that play into what you wanted to talk about yes. in terms of your style of play? Yeah, so I was kind of thinking it's like two two pillars that are leaning on one another, mm. right? And you take one away and the other falls. And yeah. if you take away the high press and the exciting football, the crowd goes flat. Yeah. And if you take away the crowd, does the tempo drop a little drop bit a little bit because or just enough because it's the sort of football that feeds into especially a club like Liverpool that are sort of in Anfield under the floodlights imposing yeah. on top of the on top of the players you know and um, when when we're in full press and going full tilt like Barcelona mm. at home for example yeah and you've got the cop uh, the cop just and you get um, those first couple of goals are just, just like just turns into a steamroller. Yeah, and then and they and feed then, off each other. And then yeah, yeah then the, the players are feeding off the crowd's energy, going that extra mile, running that, you know. Um, and and I think like as that's been removed, it's it, it's a little bit of a shell and a husk of what used yeah. to used to be kind of. And it's I like, think we suffered the same this season in terms yeah. of our home results. We've yeah. the only one that we've got really poor yeah. uh, home record. Cause like yeah. we've we've won went seven unbeaten away from home. Which is pretty much unheard for forever. Yes. Uh, our home record was re- really poor this season. Yeah. And it's normally the one thing that keeps us anywhere near up the league is yeah. getting anything from home. Yeah. Home games are usually our weak record is awful. Yeah. And it's because of that close to the pitch, like very loud, toxic atmosphere. Which yeah. And then they do get on the backs of the players, and the players like, uh, respond, like sometimes yeah. it can be a bit negative, but it, I think the players do respond to it. And, yeah. But they also feed off it when it is positive. Yeah. And I'm not just um, and like Monday nights know, under the lights yeah. at, at Goodison. It's like it's a phrase that's always kind of yeah, like, it's banded pan, around. Like, yeah. Banded around. Quite it's a lot. Uh, you know, obviously every club suffers from not having fans. Mm. I just sort of allude into the style yeah. of like. It's just high energy. They're very hand in hand, high energy football. I don't. If you're more of a passing team, yeah, you probably benefit by not having fans there because you can just keep, you yeah. can kind of concentrate and just kind of playing. It's almost like a training game, and, and yeah. you, you don't get anxious when teams press, yeah, because you're just concentrating on the game. You don't have. Say if you're yeah, away, the crowd's like actually you're away a distraction. At, yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. away at Anfield, for example, and you're trying to play a nice Barcelona style game. Uh, where you pass it around a lot, and then the fans are getting on at you when they were hissing the, and booing every time are, on the ball. The and, team are yeah. pressing, and then you make a mistake, maybe make one little slip, then a little nerve there. just might just pop in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny little thing in your head just yeah. goes. And I'm saying like this is just responsible for maybe like a three, four percent like drop off yeah. in like just giving that extra bit of a uh, bit of running or sort of en- yeah. you know energy I'm not saying it's like entirely to blame for like mm. why why things aren't going so well but it it, it might be a little factor a, a somewhat yeah, yeah 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 one thing I, like, I was going to mention from the fallout is the celebrations now a lot of 
Liverpool fans were taking this saying, oh, you're acting like you've won the yeah. uh, quadruple Champions League, <laughs> league tenery, triple, yeah. everything. Yeah. And it's like, not really. The fan, the, the, the team, they did film themselves in the dressing room, kind of like jumping around, celebrating. If you've ever listened to any uh, losing team from a derby game, the one thing they always point out is the worst aspect of it is hearing the winning team celebrate in yeah, the dressing room. Yeah, it's true. So it's true. that goes on in every derby game. It yeah. just happened. They just happened to like someone. Someone got a selfie. Somebody. Uh, somebody got the yeah, the old yeah. like uh, yeah, Snapchat yeah. out yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I think I think there was actually apparently insiders in the club said, "Oh, we'd rather keep those kind of things in house." But, I but think you know what? Now, now the days, magnitude of that game and of that win. Yeah. Twenty-two it's big. years, so it's a long big. time. It's a long time. You know, of course they're going to enjoy it. And it's course, it's uh, it. it's kind of been seen as a like a stepping stone, as a marker. Well, I is, think now, is any, a marker I think now any, any trip at Anfield, forward, uh, yeah. any trip to Anfield now, the pressure's sort of off a little bit. The hoodoo's the gone. Hoodoo's yeah. gone and you can kind uh, of come and play, and who knows? Like you might, you might get another two on the bounce now. Yeah, you know that, that's possible. That's entirely possible now. Like so the fear factor of not winning factors. is no longer there. Yeah, and you, you don't, you're not scared of losing as much because yeah. it's not going to drag on. Yeah. Well, you know what as well because. It, it's like the pressure to win that game, or the, sorry, the desperation to win it. You want to be the player, especially once the record's gone past 20 years. Yeah. You're so desperate to be that on the team the sheet. Player the player that ends it, And it puts it, a right? shackle on yeah. you. It puts a lot of weight on you. And so, like, uh, that desperation is almost counterproductive. So, like, yeah. obviously the longer that goes on, the harder it gets. Yeah. And, like, so they'll, they'll be overjoyed. They'll be, uh, they'll be buzzing. So, and, yeah, and, and the nice thing you see about it is, uh, yeah, like, the, apparently, like, Holgate was still in the, the match day shirt the next year morning, but yeah. y- you saw pictures of uh, Tom Davis and Leon Baines, who's still a coach at Everton. They were out buying hot drinks for the homeless the next year morning. Nice. Yeah, that's a nice touch. Like, nice just going, touch. like, just going out. Like, From, I don't... Uh, like that's just, so it's like and it's just like having happy happy smiles. Yeah. So I mean that's not over celebrating. There's obviously n- no hangovers there. No. You know they're. In the, <laughs> no, like, no, it's so fair enough. And like I've I I said you know fair play to Everton like fair enough you've done it you came you were organised you mm. had your game plan you knew it was possible everyone yeah. knew, everyone knew this was your best chance to do it and uh, and you did so. and. That's, so that's so like, yeah 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 we celebrate and yeah we're gonna rub it in yeah we're gonna yeah. enjoy heads falling off yeah and we're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna like we're keep on like say oh inject that salty you know, salty tears in my veins yeah. kind of thing for us uh, we're I think I think we're salty we're because um, this downturn in form has just mm. been so unexpected it, it's really it just bewildered and be, bemused a lot yeah. of Liverpool fans we're sort of sitting here kind of helpless. <laughs> Watching our team just uh, get overrun by, yeah. by teams that this time last year, no way would that have happened. Just in a year, a year ago when we beat Man United, January 2020, mm. um, we looked like one of the best teams. And like just, invincible, yeah. Yeah, just like feeling invincible. A year, a year later, like we, we can't believe like where where we are and yeah. now Everton coming to Anfield it's like another insult it's a, yeah. not an insult but it's another like 
oh fuck like this is yeah. is uh solidifying and cementing now like it's not just a blip mm. like there are there are genuine issues there's a little bit of like, yeah it's getting <laughs> it's very towards crisis kind of um yeah, because well, one one stat actually did did see uh, Roy Keane made a dig the other week there as a Liverpool were like the worst champions kind of thing. Oh. Actually, uh, as I, I know you don't want to hear any stats. Yeah, but after twenty five games, yeah, Liverpool are now officially the worst Premier League champions. Yeah. and you know it doesn't in terms of like the drop off of yeah. points from the season before. I don't care. <laughs> too <sorry>. too <laughs> much. I'm happy we've got the Premier League title. Yeah, and I've seen it in my lifetime. That's the thing. And you've won it. Like, we won it. Won like it. we're in that conversation. We're bad champions, but we've been champions. So it's mm. like it's like a bit of yeah. a, like, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Um, but it it would be nice, obviously, to put up a bit of a fight and, yeah. and kind of not be known as mm. you know because it's like when we won. The you don't want to be Blackburn. You or, don't want to be Leicester. Kind no, of thing. and we yeah. had um, well Chelsea finished tenth. Yeah, Mourinho, and they sacked him. Yeah, so like. You know, we don't want to be those. We don't want to be those guys. Yeah. But you know, it seems to be after a monumentous, monumentous event in the club like Istanbul, mm. the follow-up season, you finished above us, and we and we were yeah, fifth, sixth. Like, so yeah. it's uh, like oh, well, the reason you got into it was because you won in the Champions yeah. League. Uh, yeah, but we finished fourth, and you finished fifth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it seems like you know when something monumentous happens, we we just have a hangover. But there seems to be like <laughs> it's happened a few times. Like um, as you say, Chelsea won the title; they dropped off. Yeah. Leicester nearly Leicester they, flirting they with relegation. <laughs> City won the title, they dropped off. Yeah. But albeit they'd won it the year before. Yeah. And now Liverpool have lost won the title and then dropped yeah. off. I like think it's, it's I think it's the manner and the level of drop off. Like mm. like we were literally cruising. Our last good game was seven nil against yeah. Palace. All things are rosy and then boom. Fell off the edge of a cliff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. Um, yeah, we've hit the hour mark. So, we're just going to very quickly go through the next fixture uh, for coming up. tricky run however they did beat us in the away fixture um, and pretty yeah. comfortably as well we yeah. weren't really good that game what do we say Minamino he popped up and Minamino as well like <laughs> is he gonna get revenge that would that would uh, kind of be a bit of some, something written <laughs> in there something to it? hold on to <laughs> clutching at straws I think really. Liverpool you have um, uh, on the 28th yeah we go to Bramall Lane um, Sheffield United away yeah. um, so an away game probably, so it's not Anfield maybe a good yeah. thing against the bottom team but to not get a win out of that would be well, not get a win it's unthinkable at the moment isn't pretty it pretty much uh, pretty much unthinkable um, they they beat United hmm. like they can pull something off yeah, so they, uh, the whole clip uh, the Klopp Chris Wilder rivalry yeah. could that narrative, that, that, yeah, like you know, they've been sort of going at each other over the substitution mm, issue and stuff like that. So oh. you know, Chris Wilder, he'll, he'll be up for it. Um, yeah. I think they're down. Obviously, yeah. like Sheffield United are probably gonna go down. Um, 
but he'll he'll want to yeah. want to put in a good. They'll be up for it, I'm sure. You know, it's it's no easy game. We're not going to go there and probably just steamroll them. That's the thing. They'll want to frustrate and yeah. look at look at what the teams have done to beat us recently and fully fully get into that. The fact it's away from home is good. We can, can definitely. It's an opportunity to go and just put in a good performance and get a few goals. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing is to get scoring again. We're just not putting the ball in the net. You just want a, a little, a little two or three no win or something like that. Yeah, just something. Doesn't matter. Concede one, but like just get a couple of goals and. I just like to see us get a few goals. Um, yeah. within on a you know. On a oh, you said that run. before the the. The, the Palace game, you just want to see you put down a marker against yeah. somebody. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. So you know, maybe. <laughs> I believe, like, well, at that point, and, and still to a degree now, I believe we have the players in the team, and there's a team in there yeah. that is capable of blowing teams away. We, we have got a 5 0, 6 0 in us. Mm. It's just doesn't click often at the moment, enough. Yeah. And, and at the minute, like we just can't put the ball in the net. It's really, really frustrating. Um, I know I've sort of called out stats, but I do have one. Um, yeah. We've scored one goal at home this year, and it wasn't even from open play. Yeah, it was a penalty. So that's really worrying. That's a really uh, worrying and, stat. And at Anfield, Liverpool have one goal from open play in twenty twenty one. Yeah, Everton have two goals at Anfield. Yeah. The fact is, we we held that record for three and a half years. Yeah unbeaten at Anfield then we go lose four in a row mm. this is why we're all so surprised like, what, what, all Liverpool fans are sitting here going when you fall you fall hard kind of like a high height yeah, uh, yeah. okay <laughs> right I think that's kind of round up like the game and the, the fixture like I think yeah. from there. I would just I would just like to say like pretty much congratulations to Everton well done like mm. it's it's a good a little handshake the least the least bit the least bare uh, I, red I, I, on a uh, I'm not obviously enjoying it, yeah. um, but for Everton to, to come there, yeah, I think you have to say fair enough. He's probably got another eight months of they've, this. They've seen, <laughs> they've pretty much from their point of view, seen a wounded beast and have gone in for the kill. Mm. And, um, and you know, and we, we can't just, say, yeah. like, you didn't deserve it. Like, you did. Well, we had the same amount of shots on target. Teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you had more off target. We were shooting from distance. Yeah. I think we had the, had the higher XG, so yeah. we were having the better chances. Yeah. As some people don't like XG, but it does does actually tell a little bit of a story. It's yeah. not something you go with all the time, but yeah. uh, if it's if there's a significant gap between the two, then actually usually it does sort of say, well, it's because one team is creating better chances yeah. than the other. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so that could be seen as a marker. Now we have on a go for Europe now. Then we also have the stadium well, coming it, up. We've it, uh, got announcement huge. today actually whether yeah. it gets approved from the council, okay. and then it goes to the government because it's a major project. Uh, they have twenty one days to deliberate over it, and then yeah. after that, it's spade in the ground. So wow. there's yeah. a lot of things happening there, and a lot of positive things. So we need to build on this. This is not the game we need to focus on. We need to build yeah. on it. I'm it's like, true. It's, like, it's that's true. The most we need to capitalize. It on could this. be a good springboard for the rest of the yeah. season. That's for you, the thing. Like, we need to capitalize need, on it. Yeah, because how. It's no good winning the derby. Oh, it's brilliant. And then right. lose to the Southampton, and then, and then, and then the next yeah. one, and the next one kind of thing. It's yeah. like, anyway, right. So now it is time for our own little thing that the of the two teams. Yeah. It's the, the Stanley numbers. Stanley Park All Stars. Stanley Park beat All Stars. Yeah. Yep. 
welcome to Number Wang, the maths quiz that simply everyone is talking about. two-part special. I'll go first. We don't have a huge amount of superstar names go from since around the time I've really been watching. Uh, there's a few in the past like uh, Kevin Sheedy and Peter Beardsley and Graham Sharp, Peter Reed, Trevor Stephen. If you go f- keep going further back but in the time I've been watching which was the one that's how we're doing it because it's I can't really say Nick Barnby because he's a traitor. <laughs> like he was a good great player for us but he went to Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Directly. Alex Nyarko, I can barely remember. Thomas Straczynski was a player I really liked. There was James B. Still, probably can't remember him either. He was there for a year. I, I think it was on, on, on loan. Louis Sahar was quite a good player for us. More recently, had Barkley, Andre Gomez, and there's Brian Aviedo. Currently, it's Fabian Delph. Okay. Player I'm going to go for, he wore it for one season and. Um, so I'm going to go for him uh, as a number eight is Andy Johnson. Okay. It wasn't a spectacular player for us. He had his good moments. He did score goals. Uh, I don't think he was as good for us as he was at Palace. He's not as highly mm-hmm. regarded ever as he, as he was at Palace. Yeah. But there was that one game against Liverpool, so I thought this would be quite apt to pick him, where he tore Liverpool apart, apart and we won 3-0 yeah. at Goodison. Yeah. So just for that... I think I'm going to go with Andy Johnson okay. uh, as my number eight pick. There's uh, there's a host of ones in the past where I think they would actually be a, a fairly good chance of a, a shout. Maybe not against the, the social media crowd that would be voting for this. Yeah. They probably can't remember ever seeing them play, but <laughs> a lot of them are champions and yeah. stuff in their own right. But you have... Uh, who's your current one? Navi Keita. Navigator. Yeah. Uh, um, will you be like, on it? Will you no- nominating him? Well, if uh, well, those those that have listened to the pre-match one, yeah, um, you, you know, you might have heard me mention Navigator and the hope that he can just put a run of games together. Big Ult- money by. Ultimately, ultimately, not seen enough of him. Uh, injuries have just um, plagued him. What we have seen has been okay, and seems seems to be all right. Yeah, he's. He's a player that I think has got good potential, can can pretty much do a job if asked. I think if Genie goes um, in the summer, then there's an opportunity for him to really step up. Yeah, it's huge talk to Genie Wijnaldum off being uh, going to Barcelona. I think if he goes, Naby can can come into slot that role. in and uh, yeah. come into that role, and there's a, a huge chance for him to to put his stamp on that if he can stay fit. Yeah, it's a big if. As and. Well. Own that um, number and own that number um, because he's got a lot to live up to. He's got a lot to live up to. Um, obviously, you know, I'm not even going to talk about another number eight. There's yeah. not one other person that would even come close. So it's pretty much dedicated to the one and only Stevie G. Who? <laughs> um, for me, just um, just a, a club legend, an icon. He's up yeah. there with your, your Dalglish and. 
past Liverpool players that are just going to be up there and idolised by by all Reds. Um, FA you, Cup winner, Champions, Champions League winner, Champions League. Europa, uh, European, yeah. U- UEFA Cup winner. Won quite a lot of trophies. Uh, um, but I think I think the thing is... It's Liverpool the, it's, captain. It's, it's a li- yeah, Liverpool captain, uh, leader. It's the fact that he's stuck around. Mm. Um, you know, loyalty is not something you see too much nowadays. In Especially with the rumours that um, he was... like he, There was a bid from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. It was very close and he was like, nah, I'm not going. I can't. That's the thing I think that I admire about Gerrard. And he could have went on and won on the league title at yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, he easily could have. And, um, you know... He stuck it out at Liverpool, wanted to be known as a one sort of club yeah. player. Well, I think I think it was obviously probably the thing where he thought to himself, if I'm going to win a league title, I'm going to win a league title with Liverpool. Yeah. That was probably always his thing. Obviously, uh, obviously the thing that sticks is, at this point, now we've got like all the humour and the laughs out of the way. Yeah. Like, thing it to me, it's just kind of sad that that thing he's remembered for is the slip. Mm. And it's like obviously, every rival club has enjoyed that, and now kind of got it out of the systems a bit, and yeah, you know, it's sort of just an incident that's happened. Um, but it was it, cruel. It, but it, it, it was cruel. Um, of, of the players were to happen to, I think it was, especially after the game before against Palace, when he says, "We're not going to let this slip." Don't let this slip. You end up drawing three three in that game, and then. You play Chelsea. Uh, no, it was Chelsea, was it the, was it was it Chelsea it? first, and then Palace, the uh, Chris Dumble, uh, uh, yeah. three. Um, so the game he said, we're not going to let this slip, was the Norwich at home. Right, um, okay, yeah. And we won that, and we were looking in really good shape to win the league. I think we just needed, um, was it seven from nine, and we ended up getting four. So like mm. City went and won it by one game. Um but that it was the Norwich at home. We no, the Man City at home. Yeah, this is it. The Man City at home that we won three two. We then went and played Norwich away. Because that put you top of the table. Yeah, that put us top of the point. table. That the City at home game is where Gerard said we won't let this slip. We then go to Carroll Road. We won there. Then come back to Anfield to play Chelsea. No, at this point you're top of the table. It's all in your hands. It's all in our hands. And this is the big. This is the one you can saying. This is the big one. This is the big one. Yeah. If uh, we win this, yeah, we're pretty much. We needed then. I think it was like four points from the last six, yeah. and we had um, Newcastle and Palace. So mm. It was looking on. <laughs> but then the, then the the bad thing happened. The bad thing uh, happened. He um, made that slip. Yeah, and it's just that like he gave so much of his life and chose consciously chose to stay at Liverpool in the hopes that he would win the title mm. and he was so close and um, yeah it just didn't happen for him in the end and the, the documentary actually on yeah. uh, Amazon I think it's Make Us, Make Us Dream it's I, really good it follows him when he goes to LA I, I, saw, I saw a good interview with him on the BBC one point I think it was Rio Ferdinand yeah. interviewing him as well about, yeah. uh, like particularly about that incident as well like yeah. it was, uh, he, still, he still says like he thinks about it it's still going to be with him. Yeah. Um, you know, whether he comes back as a manager and wins a title, mm. that's probably the only thing that can really get him over it. Yeah. Uh, like, fully heal from that. He was so invested in the club. It was a huge part of his life. Like, since he was a kid, I think he was playing for Liverpool since seven years old. Well, you know, and this yeah. documentary sort of follows him all the way through his life and talking about when he made his debut and um, 
saying like the step up it was like you know it's just like men's now um you've got to be you know when you're on the pitch things are just flashing before you you've you've got to react you don't have time he said it was a real shock but he he grew and is that why he had so many missed challenges <laughs> uh, missed time challenges and two foot lunges <laughs> i think it probably was uh, he was just a scouse, a scouse kid that was yeah. just hungry and wanted to he, he did have a lot of hunger yeah, like, of in hunger, his game. Yeah. Uh, he wanted um, to. But, you know, I, I remember him for the just the goals, the mm. fantastic goals, long range, the, the pile drivers, you know. The, yeah, the FA Cup. The FA Cup. Against West Ham. That was the one, yeah. one of the ones um, you remember. Olymp- uh, um, Olympiacos. Mm. We, scored. we needed a goal to go through and uh, Gerard Thunderbolt. Yeah. Um, just some of the ones in the top corner and... But it, it is his long-range goals, obviously brilliant. But, free, free kick against everyone. But in a game, every every couple of minutes would go by and he would do something good, a tackle, a pass, um, a long ball over the top, organisation, uh, you know, just just his presence. He he kind of dropped deeper later in his career. and, and he, he was a complete midfielder. Yeah. That's one one thing you could say about him. He could do everything in this game. Yeah. So you, you can, he gets compared to uh, a lot to, like, like Scholes and Lampard a lot. Yeah. I think he was probably more 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 all action than Scholes. Yeah. Scholes was quite uh, complete as a player, and he was Lampard. I think was a lot more of an attacking centre midfielder. Yeah, like someone that attacked the box a lot more. He's not very defensively minded. Whereas I think Gerrard, you get that complete midfielder yeah. and the fact that he was kind of all action everywhere. Yeah, uh, for most of his yeah, prime. Yeah, love the challenge. Great right foot, mm. great head, you know. Um, I just, I feel for him in the fact that in his earlier sort of years under, um, was it Roy Evans gave him his debut? Mm. And then later on, I don't know if the quality he had around him was good enough for his level. Yeah. Like, the first time he said he really felt like the Liverpool team he had that he wanted was the uh, Alonso Mascarano, Torres, Reina. That Spanish just spine, yeah. And, um, that yeah, midfield, that midfield, and, being, yeah. and you know, but I think he was surrounded by a bit of subpar, mm. you know, players that weren't quite up to, you know, he, he looked around and was like, "Are we going to win a league Anything, title?" Yeah. And then he was heartbroken by Owen actually going to Madrid. Yeah, he said he thought him and Michael were going to go all the way together, win a league together, yeah, stick together their whole career. Owen then went to Spain, and he said he was really gutted oh, by that. Yeah, 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 because he said he thought. Him and Michael were going to be in it for the long haul, both of them. Right. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. So there, you know, so there were times where Gerard just could have left. He just could have yeah. gone and gone. You know what? The club aren't doing enough. I need better players around me if we're going to win a title. Yeah. And, and you know, stuck it out. And then he said, obviously, with the Brendan Rodgers Suarez season was the only other time he really felt confident yeah. that he had players around him that were on his level. To he get said, there, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, so other, other than that, he stuck out. By a mile around some of them teams he was playing in, you, know, yeah. you have everybody that's a seven and a half, and Gerrard's putting in a ten every week, just head and shoulders about. And there's, and there's not like no other eight since that. I mean, that, I mean, no. I mean, well, there's not, he's only been a while since he's actually been retired, but uh, I, I think the only eight is Navi. Yeah, yeah, which is a bold, yeah, number of teams. I think eventually, 
you because you, you can't retire it, and you've just got to go. Well, someone's got to have it. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, in in LA they have a habit of retiring numbers quite a lot. It's yeah. not so much the done thing in it. Like I think that's a, a number you say you have to take that on. Yeah. Kind of thing in yeah. England is a lot more of that. I think because it's like iconic and like yeah. the number seven is like. United as well yeah, it's a big like number there as well. and Beckham because it's big shoes to yeah. fill yeah Beckham and best um, as well yeah so um, that's all I'm going to give you to talk about uh, earlier <laughs> it was only 10 minutes yeah uh, like 20 seconds <laughs> yeah. it's Mr Liverpool right vote, like... vote, vote for Steven Gerrard I mean I think it's uh, a gimme uh, even more so than the Suarez one, yeah, uh, yeah. especially considering their time at Liverpool. I put it Andy Jones going to have to pick somebody, and <laughs> um, he did score in the derby. But you know, it's pretty much a given. I'll put the it? poll up. I won't. I'll try and do it really quickly. I'll just put a picture of Steven Gerrard and choose Steven Gerrard next to him. Uh, <laughs> put him in a blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, like so. Go on Twitter at Stanley Park Beat. Go on Facebook, uh, we'll share it on our own pages on that one. Put the vote in for Gerard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe give a sympathy vote to Andy Johnson. But yeah, that's it on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think I think we're. And I think that's us. Cause that's, that's at the one twenty mark, and that's kind of we're one end up. That's pretty so. much the end of extra time. That we're yeah we're well yeah the time added on that gets on added on to every single we're game. We're gonna go that, have a penalty shootout. Ever in our head, <laughs> any game that ever in our head, there's always at least five minutes added on. Yeah. If we're behind, it's only three. But you know, cloppage time. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! No, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank this you for is, listening. Uh, it was a a fun. It's what game could have been a very sorrow episode for me. Has actually been not not too therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a laugh from the chest. <laughs> And yeah, like I've been, a, it's been a great weekend for me. I hope we get more, um, and I hope everyone step on from this. So we'll see what happens, and then we're gonna have another episode probably sometime in March. Yeah. We haven't said that in yet, and we'll go from there. Uh, we'll cover the next couple of games. Thanks yeah. again for listening. Yeah, thank you. And then all. we're gonna play off out on a really, really apt tune that I've picked. It's a song by Prince. It's very similar to the last time we won at Anfield. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.